0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is the 177th episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. I'm going to change the title today. It's going to be Seven Minutes of Biblical Terror because today we have one of the most clear, challenging passages about hell that I can think of. This teaches us more about hell than I can think of, and it calls us to action in a radical way Uh, Today, So let's gird our loins for this passage. We are in Mark chapter 10, following the events of Jesus' life. Sorry, Mark chapter 9. And this is Mark chapter 9, verse 42. I'm going to read it, and I want you to pay attention to what it teaches us about hell. I think this passage, more than any other, is the clearest passage on hell. And then secondly, what how we're supposed to respond to it. So those are kind of the the two big categories today. Verse 42 of Mark chapter 9. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life crippled does not die and the fire is not quenched so let's talk about hell just for a moment it says here that rather than hell you would rather have a millstone hung around your neck and drown yourself rather than cause another to sin you'd rather Going to hell with one hand isn't worth it. Two hands isn't worth it. Two feet isn't worth it. Two eyes isn't worth it. Being lame and crippled and blinded is not as bad as hell. We find out that worm does not die there, which sounds unpleasant, and the fire is not quenched, unquenchable fire. The unquenchingness is mentioned twice, actually. The other thing is that when you are engaged in uh, going to hell, the word that's used is to be thrown there. You're thrown into hell, and you go to hell. But no mention here or anywhere that I can think of uh, is exit mentioned. You never hear anything about it being thrown out of hell or rescued from hell after you enter hell. Now there's a rescue before you get there. It's like that's the whole point of this passage and the whole Christian walk is, hey, let's not go there. I have heard the phrase, oh, I don't believe in hell. (laughs) Well, isn't that convenient? I think more accurate for most people is I don't want to believe in hell. Why? Because, Because of this passage and others like it. All right, let's talk about ourselves and our the other clear part of this passage, which is our radical attention to sin. The first verse uh, stands a little bit apart from the other ones, and it says that whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, so it's uh, a a person that is uh, causing the sin of another, that we are punished for our actions as they uh, spread out into uh, into others, I was thinking about uh, uh, a shockwave of of, sin, of of sin that our influence affects uh, others, and then that influence is actually going to be judged here. So one of our responsibility is is to watch our uh, influence. And then this m- these metaphors of these causes of sin. Um, it says talks about our hand. If our hand causes our, us to sin, and maybe that would be uh, taking what is not yours, or holding what you cannot keep. We talked about that a few days ago. Or maybe failing to care for what you've been given. You've been put something that's been put in your hand. So that would be a way that our hands could cause us to sin. Well, how about our feet? Maybe that's to go where we should not go heading in the wrong direction, or walking with those who you should not walk with. That's in Psalm number one. Or following ones we should not follow. All right, well, how about the eye? Seeing what we should not see, uh, movies, pornography, uh, and then the pesky imagination of what we see inside our head. And I think we could probably go through other body parts, if you will, too. Well, how about your uh, tongue? Does our tongue cause us to sin? Or does our stomach cause us to sin? Or maybe our lazy butt cause us to sin? Or maybe our wayward heart? So when I ask the question of myself, why is this in the Bible? It's not really too big of a mystery in my in my mind this is a, a warning it's an education first first of all what is hell like okay very very unpleasant as uh, as we described and then should i know about this absolutely this seems to be a pretty clear uh passage but i think the big part of the the passage is this assessment of our body parts and how they may be not cooperating in this radical uh, accounting that we need to do and then kind of ongoing as well I don't think if you just do it once it's over uh, so assessing our blast zone as well I think the call to believe in hell and to understand what are these teaching points about it so there's a radical attention uh, and an activity here where we're, we're amputating we're tearing out we're cutting um, we're excising bad parts so my prayer today for us is oh that we could uh, sit before this teaching and uh, understand what hell is like and how much it is to be avoided that certainly and then to assess myself and my influence and whatever is off kilter amputate it, tear it out, excise it. Why? Because it's worth it.